Luke chapter 2, verse 8. I just want to talk just for a moment about a, uh, a moment of courage and a moment of risk. So if you can open up to Luke chapter 2, verse 8. It says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Savior, the Lord, has been born in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast house of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was a baby laying in a manger, just as had been told to them. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them. So the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. This morning, I just want to talk about a moment of courage and a moment of risk. Joy, the topic for this Advent Sunday is often found in moments that follow or are in the midst of courageous risk. The shepherd's response was a response of uncertainty, but of courage. The response was, let's go. Let's go. This is wild. This is crazy. I'm not sure about any of this, but let's go. Judah, you did a masterful job this morning. Thank you for leading us in the Advent candlelighting this morning. Judah talked about delight, and that to uh, take joy in something is to take delight in something, and he used the language of turning into, or to be soft towards, or tender towards. You can almost feel it in your body, of like a resting in kind of feeling. And moments of risk, they do that to you. They can go two ways. They can make you get real tense, but there's also a moment in the midst of risk where it actually makes you feel very vulnerable and open. There's a potential for tenderness and softness and delight, regardless of the outcome, and that's kind of what Judah was saying this morning. For example, kids getting up in front of 200 people to do a Christmas pageant like that. I don't know, some of your kids, like, that's their spot. If your daughter's name is Winona, it was like, no, I don't want to do that. This was, this was a risk that a lot of those kids took. It's a vulnerable place to be. But we're all walking away from that just feeling like almost like a resting in. I don't know about you, but I feel the feeling I feel when I sit on a restoration couch. Have you ever been to restoration hardware? And you just sit on their couches. Nobody here can afford one of those couches. But if you go to the store and you sit on it and you just like you sink back in that feathery couch, it's just that feeling of like sitting back into it's tender, it's soft, it like surrounds you. And that's kind of the, um, the sense of the word joy. Pastor Ian, he talked about thin places last week. 
And I just thought that was a beautiful representation of what we long for. There's those holy moments, those tender places. I don't know about you, but as I was thinking about that, I was thinking most of those tender places or those moments of um, those thin places, they usually happen at the edge of risk. Like, I don't know about you, if you've flown across the country, a lot of people have flown to Canada and moved your whole life here. Do you remember that moment of getting on the plane and coming over here? It's like terrifying. But there's also like this moment of like courageous risk that you're stepping into and you just feel like there's so much uncertainty, but it feels good. It feels right. There's a delight in the midst of that. And you probably tell that story to people now when you talk about coming to Canada. It's, it's a moment on the knife's edge of risk. For me, when I got on my knee and proposed to my wife, now wife, Ashton, she said yes, thank goodness. Her first words were, I'm not ready, but then right after she said yes. It was in front of friends and family, and it was risk. Like, it's that moment where you're like, how's this going to go? And then immediately following that is like that sense of like just sitting back into that couch, that rest, that delight, that joy. Same is true when we got married. The day of our marriage is like built up with all this anticipation, but then when you say yes to something, you step into something that you don't know anything about, you just, you just get the chance to just sit back and feel joy in your body. When we found out we were pregnant with our first Winona, and eventually when she came along the way, we didn't know, we intentionally didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. We kept a secret to even ourselves, and when she came to us on February 1st in 2019, it was like, whoa, like joy was actually right at the intersection of like feeling terrified and uncertain. Like I'm fully responsible for this human being, the most precious thing in the whole world and no one's trained me how to do this and I don't know what like I do the next minute and it's just this insane risk that we're taking. How's this gonna turn out? We won't know for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> There was a moment in the last few years where I felt like it was right to just um, stand for what I thought was good, and, uh, and I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And it was risky. It was a challenge, and there was a moment of lots of moments of uncertainty, but, but in the midst of it, I just felt this peace, this joy, almost like this delight, this gratitude that I get to be on that knife's edge. And then many of you guys are here today, and you've experienced the last couple of years of, of, of a joy that this that ministry has been, at least here at Southside. And, uh, and a lot of that is, is in the midst of, at the same time of feeling risk and uncertainty. I'm not sure how things are going to go. Not sure what to expect. Students in the room, I want to talk to you just for a moment. Thank you guys for serving us this morning. Whether you had a very small role or a major role, thank you guys for doing that. You can clap for the students. Our students gather on Fridays. We call it Youth at Maine. Students, I want you to hear this um, from me this morning. We have set up your generation to be risk-averse, safety-oriented, and comfort-seeking. Maybe not we. But I want you guys to hear from me that there is no life to the full found in comfort-seeking and being safety-oriented and being risk-averse. There's no life in life to the full. You'll miss out on the true joy of life if you live your life for the purpose of being secure and comfortable and safe and avoiding all risk. You won't get married. You won't have kids. You won't buy a house. You won't step into a new career opportunity. You probably won't 
try a new path in your education. All that takes immense risk and it's terrifying, but guys, the joy of life is found in those spaces. And parents, we need to be pushing our kids out the door into risk. We need to do that as much as they need to do it for themselves so that they experience the true joy that is found in life and in risk. This week, I had a holy moment with a few of us in the room. Uh, Mike Burns was there, Brianna was there, and Daniel Amaral was there. He's taking pictures for us this morning. And uh, this, this week, we had a holy moment where Daniel, some of you may know, is, being, um, is stepping into a full-time role at the youth center, Riesel Youth Center. And uh, there was a commissioning with his family at his home, close family and friends. And it was one of those moments where um, Daniel hasn't raised all the funds he needs, Daniel doesn't really even know how things are going to pan out and turn out. This is an insane risk that he's taking, stepping into this role and opportunity. But there was like this holiness in the midst of that. It was one of the most holy moments I've been a part of in a long time where we just gathered around Daniel and prayed for him and felt like God is doing this and Daniel is saying yes to this risk. And I walked away just feeling immense joy. And I talked to Mike about that after and it was like, yeah, how do we, how do we describe the feeling? Just like a holy joy walking away from that. So, Daniel, thank you for inviting me into that. And that's the picture. So the invitation in this Advent season is for us, as we're reflecting on peace, we're reflecting on hope. This morning, we're reflecting on joy. The invitation, the urge almost, what I'd like to compel you to do is to look for a moment in this Advent season to actually take a courageous risk and then look for the joy of the Lord that is found in the midst of that risk. For some of you, that risk is a relational one. Some of you guys know you're going to be seeing some people over Christmas where there's just been years and years of tension and you don't want to open up the conversation. You don't want to go there. You don't want to say something. You don't want to, you just kind of want to avoid it. You feel like God's been nudging you for a long time to like be courageous but it's risky because you don't know what's going to happen or what the outcome is going to be, and you've been avoiding it. And my encouragement to you is consider praying about stepping into what God may have been inviting you into all along. You may have a holy moment this Christmas season with a family member. For some of you, it is radical generosity. We find materialism of the holidays joyless. I don't know if you find that, but I find that. Do you know there's no rules to radical generosity? And there's a lot of times where the most amount of joy I've experienced in my life is when I respond to an opportunity to be radically generous with, let's go, let's go, let's just do it, whatever that looks like. Maybe for you, it's radical FaceTime with your family. I don't know if you are like me, but you find yourself busy during Christmas season and you constantly feel this nudge to be radically present with your family at the same time as you've got a million things to wrap up and to take care of and to f- manage And maybe the invitation for you is to be so courageous and take the risk of letting everything else suffer and fail for the purpose of being present with your family for just a few moments. That's what I need. Maybe for you, it's a missional opportunity. It's a conversation to have about Jesus or just an opportunity to serve somebody else. Where a lot of times you can justify why not to, but maybe God's just nudging you and maybe your answer just needs to be, let's go, let's just go, let's do this, why not? Okay, what could go wrong? I can't promise you this, but it seems more likely than not that you'll find joy in the midst of that. That tends to be the felt experience. And we as a church, we need to live like this too. 
we need to live as a body of people who are living on the knife's edge of security and risk for the sake of the kingdom of God. Guys, if we don't, there will be no movement here in Milton in 30 years for our grandkids. We need to take the same risk that those who have gone before us have taken for the sake of the kingdom of God here in Milton. And I want to say to you guys that I'm committed to that. I'm not committed to leading us into safety and comfort and security. That is not what we're called to. Things die. We're called to the adventure and the risk that is prioritizing the kingdom of God. And if we do that individually and as a community and even as an organization, I imagine we're going to be able to come into this room on a weekly basis and just feel an elevated sense of the joy of the Lord. That rest and that peace and that sense of tenderness that comes with living on the edge of risk. There's nothing safe and secure about the Christmas story. I don't know if you've read it. This beautiful kids representation of it doesn't actually give us a true picture of the risk of the Christmas story. The Christmas story is about a God who actually gave up everything to be a human who suffered ultimately to death for the sake of the world. Everything about the story and every character in the story took immense risks. Talked about Joseph in the past, Mary today. Talked about the shepherds. And there's so much more to it. Every single person in the story steps out in courageous faith to take a risk. And it's why these moments are so holy. And it's why we look back on them every single year and multiple times a year. And so going into this week, as Christmas is around the corner, Christmas Eve is next Sunday, I encourage you to not only look for a holy moment and look for the presence of God, but maybe listen to the voice that's nudging you to take a risk this season in whatever direction that is. And uh, trust that it's actually in that space you're going to experience true fulfillment, true life to the full, and the joy that you've been looking for for most of your life. I'm going to pray, and then this morning we're just going to go get our kids. If you don't have kids, or you do, and you want to stick around, I encourage you maybe the first risk you need to take is lingering a little bit and introducing yourself to somebody who you actually don't know yet in this room before we depart from this space here in downtown Milton. If you guys could uh, pray with me, and after that, I'm going to release you. Jesus, we are here to worship you, and we worship you this morning by watching and observing and participating in song and story with our kids. God, we thank you for the leadership of our kids program upstairs. We thank you for our children and the children that are in this church. We see them all as a gift from you and also as the, as, as, as the people who you want us to give everything to for the sake of your kingdom here in Milton for generations to come. They are your precious gifts to us and our families and to this church. And we live this morning recognizing our great responsibility to serve them well, to raise them well, to support them, to care for them, and also to push them into the life that you have for them, a life of risk. God, I'm also acutely aware this morning that some people are more risk-averse than others, and that's okay. Lord, you've all made us different, but at the same time, Lord, we look to you as the one who calls us into the risk that you would have us take for the sake of your kingdom that you are building through us. And I ask that this week, as 
as a church, as a community, and as families, and even as individuals, that we can identify a moment, that your spirit can prompt us strongly and nudge us this week strongly in the direction of taking a courageous risk for the sake of love, and also that you give us the promised joy that, it, that the scriptures teaches is there for us when we live in faith in you and trust in you. Thank you for all things that we have, and all good things come from you. And we recognize that in our worship this morning. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, we say amen.